Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's a while ago. Here's Nikki. Oh my God, here I am. It's Nikki Glazer. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. You okay? I guess. What's going on with your brain? I don't know, dude. Short term. Wait, are you hearing things get fast? I'm hearing the song still. But it's like fast and weird. Are you stroking? Oh, I might be. Jesus Christ. I was getting my hair done yesterday and the girl thought there was an earthquake. And she was like, oh, no, I think I'm just having um, a body problem. <laughs> like she was just like, there's an earthquake. I was talking about pedophilia at the time. So maybe it was a change of subject. But um, <laughs> I was going into a lot of detail at a high volume because there's, you know, blow dryers going off nearby about how oh everyone's been molested. So maybe it was a change of subject. <laughs> But she was actually this girl that does my hair. Um, it is and a good only code gone, word. Earthquake. Yeah. I mean, it really brings things to a I stop. I mean, definitely. Where were you here? Here in St. Louis. Are there a lot of earthquakes? There has been like we are a on the New New Madrid fault line. Oh. New New. I wanted to say New Madrid, but no, it's we pronounce it New Madrid here. But so. it's spelled Madrid. Yeah. Love that. Um. So Lebanon. yeah, we're on a we're on a big fault line. Yeah. Um. Sorry. But, what were you saying? I don't even know. Oh, my, I'm stroking out today because I forgot that we just... I've been having really short-term memory loss that is different than when I smoked pot, where it would be like... 
it would happen mm -hmm. all the time. But sometimes I just, I do something and literally seconds later, I'll be like, we need to do that thing. And they're like, we just did it. It's really, it doesn't scare me for some reason, even though it probably should. Yeah. It, because it's just such an like, easy fix. Like what's a great example? Like, right what's now, a, like oh, we, okay. when we, we snap so that when the video, the video editors can all know, you know, we do like the, like the, you know, the little thing they have in movies yeah. where it's a clipboard and you're going to click. You know, that black and white thing? That really is a thing that's in movies. People yeah. don't know that that like, actually exists in TV uh, and stuff. It seems like a f I feel like everyone knows it from Wayne's World. Oh. Remember three, two, and they always and they would say, no. they would always go, one, and they're like, don't say it. And you don't oh, say the yeah. one. I don't know. But Anyhow. you hear, you see so many videos where people go, one, and they're like, hi. <laughs> and you hear the person taping say one. Um, anyway, I just been having those go. Yes, go. And, or just someone's face just going from like dead to like on. And, you know, we talk about that all the time. I was just doing a bunch of press for our, our show. It's going international. It just debuted in, um, South Africa, Romania, um, and Canada. So I was just talking to a bunch of South African journalists and, um, just having that Zoom moment of like the interview's over and just being like, thank you. And like keeping the <laughs> smile going. Because it's st I still feel happy. It wasn't fake, but it's, it's hard to just not drop your face immediately. So so you've been repeating to yourself, you feel like, do you forget other things? Like sometimes in the shower, I'll forget that I just washed my whole body. Mm. And then I'll go, did I wash my body? You know, things like that. Little yeah, things like that I, I forget a lot. Yeah, I'll do stuff like that. I'll be like, did I put those clothes in the dryer? Or did I pick up that thing on the ground that I meant to pick up? And then I'll go back and look and go, it's gone. Yeah, I picked it up, I guess. I don't know where I put it. Now that's a whole other conundrum. But, you know, little things like that that you're supposed to pay attention to, I think, as you get older, it'll be like, but it's not to the point where it doesn't matter if I remembered or not if we clicked. Like, that's okay. Yeah. I can have that. I don't know when you start being alarmed, I guess. When people start going, hey, we want to talk to you about something. And they like have this tone with you. Like, so we've noticed. Like, oh. that's when oof, that, hopefully you forget that. Is that right passive away. aggressive, that voice? Or is that mm. just passive passive? I don't even know what that voice is. But gosh, is it triggering? Do you know whose voice is so triggering? I put it on my Instagram story the other day. Tucker Carlson. Obviously, is oh. just the I'd rather listen to, you know. Well, I was just going to say something really dark, but I won't go there. But I just picked the worst thing that you could ever listen to. Um, you get in a blow dryer I can't and even, talking about pedophilia? Yeah. I'd rather listen earthquake. to someone mouth off about pedophilia <laughs> over blow dryers. Uh, Hamdrip earthquake. Um, Same episode. But I just, the way he talks is yeah. like, and sometimes... We don't do that. Like he talks like, I said on my Instagram, he talks exactly in the same tone you would talk to someone, to a child about like, well, tonight you have to go to bed early because Santa's coming. For and your sometimes guns. Santa will bring you presents. And sometimes he doesn't. Like it is this cadence and this rhythm that is, uh, I mean, I, I know that's part of people go, well, you know, because they are children. He's talking to people that have, are, simple-minded and so you have to, but it's not it's something there's something a little hypnotic about it it's like a rhythm he does but i don't i can't stand being talked to like a child and mm. he talks to like but he's kind of talking like and the liberals want you to think this like he talks about liberals and the way we talk like we're talking about santa i don't know it's just i couldn't believe i realized he talks like he's talking to children yeah i hate him yeah. so much <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever hated anyone more than him. 
And I just, I, and someone said the other day he's getting more and more attractive and how that's irritating. He is a good looking man. He's good. He looks like, uh, you know, a captain of a lacrosse team. Kind of has the woof, the woof, the woof haircut. I just don't like his tone. What is that? Don't have that tone with me, Tucker. <laughs> I just want to see his drop what if he face. called you a good girl while he had that tone? And oh he said you're God, doing a great really- job. Mm. No, because I knew it would it would be fake. He wouldn't be actually meaning it. Which, by the way, good girl, I looked it up last night. I didn't even look it up. I was on Reddit, of course, going to bed. And someone was talking about, one of the Reddit threads was, what's something you're into sexually that your family would be shocked to find out about you? Or like the normal person. And people were like, anything? Because it's my family, it's gross. <laughs> but... I think that's an interesting question. It, like your friends. Like if Noah was into something and I was like, wait, what, Noah? Well, the <laughs> dividing of the balls Yeah, the balls with nose. her nose. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was. <laughs> but anyone like Noah who's like soft-spoken and like has a chipperness. And well, I would think for you, you it'd be, be leaning. They'd be more shocked that you've only had sex with one person. Like it's the opposite effect for you. Well, I think because people expect you to love like well, the, roasting. I think makes people think I'm like dominant and like want to be like, oh, yeah, what a fucking mm-hmm. small balls and your dumb little dick. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking dominate you, pussy. Oh, you want that? You think you want that? Like that kind of thing. You Which, should by do the that way, more often. Would, that did feel pretty. It cool. would be kind of fun to do because I <laughs> was, was reading last night and people that <laughs> are sub subs also like to be dominant. So I think that I could be good at being like. Because sometimes, you know, I don't want to get into any details about my sex life uh, currently because it's just perfect and I want to keep it that way by not talking about it explicitly. But um, <laughs> there are times where I I do feel like putting a little bit of like, no, this is happening and you can't fight it. Is I know that turns me on so much that and so much of the porn that I watch, which is I go to um Reddit and I typed in forced orgasms, which is my f- favorite subgenre. It's where like girls are tied up and like being forced to come like a ton of times. But now there's a lot more men on those also having forced orgasms where women tie them up and like are like, you can't come, but like try to make them. So it's becoming more. It, I've been following this subreddit, never f- actually following it because I don't want that on my like record, but going to the subreddit for years now. And now it's just probably. <laughs> 20% men being tied up having it done to them and there's something about it where I have learned so much what I like as someone who is a sub that I feel like I do a really good job at being a dom because I know exactly what we want to hear and sometimes when dominant people are following into that role just because their person likes to be a sub not necessarily that they are naturally a dominant person that sometimes they don't get it exactly right because they they don't know what it's like to want that, but I know what it's like to want it, so I can probably give it pretty good, if that makes sense. It is funny when someone's being a sub, but then also wanting you to, to do what they want, so they are dominant while subbing. Oh, it's a tricky, <laughs> tricky game I play, where I'm like, you know, I'll go... Um, do whatever you want to me, also a little slower. I'll just go, you know, I'll just say, ah, no, no, like I'll just, I'll just, if you, you know, if I have an understanding with partners that I engage in this kind of stuff with where it's like there's I've never explicitly had like safe words but there's Earthquake. there's a tone yeah I go please stop doing I, I did tucker, tucker. I t- do a tucker I had a little bow tie on that's <laughs> strangling me um yeah there's a tone where I go no more like I don't like being slapped I just don't I don't like I, it shocks me I like a slow like pressure I don't like out of nowhere um but then sometimes I do like that if it's gentle enough. But like there have been times where it's like, oh, 
we that falls in line with the rest of the stuff I like, but no, no, that. And then yeah. I just go like, like I, I'll just do it as a character, like, um, like. <laughs> I want to be good, but I just don't like being slapped. Like I'll do it as the kid. Like, and he's like, "Get it, you know." Yeah. But um, I was reading about because I've always been like, okay, what am I really into? And when I look in porn, I can't. There's, I've always been like Mike the Men, Mike the Men, which is what that girl, this girl made me. Um, in L.A., she's a graphic designer artist, and she made me a kind of collage with my face on it. It says Mike the Men on it. Um, because I just want men to be more miked in porn because I want to hear them say the things that I want to hear, which is good girl. Like, no. Oh, you think you're going to do that? No, that's so sweet. You can't. Oh, look at you. Like, I like that kind of um, attitude. Do you like grunting from a man? Because I found that like women picking like... picking up things? Yeah, like, oh, God, your fucking bag's 49.6 pounds. No, no, like... like... <laughs> it's always, it's like 49.89 <laughs> Eight nine eight Taking nine. Taking out a hairdryer. Yeah. Um. No. Like. 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 Right before we come, kind of thing. Like. Uh, 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 I love a orgasm sound. On yeah. A guy. Love it. And I. I like when guys make noise. Like. Oh my god. And that's <laughs> like what I realized. It back almost. Yeah. Yes. I realized last night the thing that I'm specifically into that I didn't know how to name for it. And I've always heard, but I didn't really put it two and two together. Is a praise fetish. I like praise kink, which is. You know, good girl falls into that, but also like, it's a it's a wide wide array of things. But if you like hearing like compliments on your body, compliments on how tight you are, compliments on how big your dick is, if you like being shrouded in compliments, you might have a praise fetish. And they got into the psychology of it, which I find is interesting because most people, for me at least, I don't like compliments because I feel awkward with them sometimes, Same. and you feel like you don't deserve them. Mm-hmm. Now, when you are being forced to take them on when you're in this like kind of fantasy world of sex, it becomes easier to have all these compliments. And it's also humiliating in a way to get complimented. A lot of us feel humiliation when people compliment us too much. And so humiliation is already a kink in and of itself. So a lot of times people have a praise fetish because it's a part it's partially humiliation because they're so embarrassed that they're getting all this praise about how hot they are or whatever. But I really definitely have a praise fetish to a degree where it's like, I like, but I, there's gotta be, I wanna find a name for it of what I'm into, which is being told I can't until I've been like, I've proven myself and then I can and that I've begged enough. I feel like a lot of times in porn, girls are like, please, can I come? And the guy's like, no. And then she's like, please. And they're like, sure. And I'm like, no, make it work for it a bit more. <laughs> There's more than just one no. Like, get mad at her if she does. Like, I love when... I know this is getting really kind of too pornographic, but no. my favorite porn is when the guy is like, the girl's tied up or whatever, and he's doing stuff to her, and he's like, you can't come. And then she... And he's like doing everything he can to make her. Like, that's always what I ask for. I'm like, you do everything you can to make me come, and you tell me I can't. And if I do come, I've disappointed you, <laughs> and I'm in trouble, and I'm going to have to pay for it. Like that is my kink. And I feel like the the best, the one that I like the most is, um, oh God, what was I? I was on a tangent then I forgot. Fucking ham drip. Um, so when a guy says you can't, you can't, tries to make you, you beg and you beg. 
And then you do it anyways. Yeah. Oh, that's it. When they, my favorite, and this happens very rarely. If you ever find a porn where this happens, please send it to me. Please, 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 because there's no category for it. The girl sneaks one in, and the guy catches her. Because you can sneak orgasms by just like you know not screaming, not doing stuff, and just yeah. but your muscles contract down there. So like anyone who has enough knowledge of what a female body does when it has an orgasm will know when it's actually happening. Just because even if your face is like, no, I'm not. And when people go, did did you just come? Oh, you think I wouldn't notice that? Like getting in, getting busted for it? <laughs> oh. And then my other one that I super can't find anything for is when a girl, like when perverted teachers, and I know that there's tons of those, perverted male teachers um, bring in a girl and she, and they like, make her not make her do stuff but they're like oh we're gonna show you like how to do some stuff and they're like very gentle very nice to her and she feels like kind of like she has to do this because they're like older teachers like elders of the church (laughs) wait who's the girl a student oh okay a hot student and she's just like curious and wants the stuff but she also feels like am i gonna get in trouble and they're like no the only way you won't is if you do it here under the safe circumstances kind of like you can drink but only if you drink around me kind of thing i love that but it's and i like creepy gynecologists i mean it's i'm all over the fucking place creepy gynecologists gynecologists that don't fuck you but they like do stuff with their fingers. I don't like, because every gynecologist video, it always, the guy ends up fucking the girl. Or like, she, and it's very obvious. I like where the girl's like, is this happening? And the girl's like, having an orgasm, but like, almost ashamed she is, because she's like, this isn't supposed to feel good, but like, is having, and the girl likes it, by the way. Never is the girl, and not that there's any shame, and if you do like things where the girl's like, I don't like this, because to each their own, rape (laughs) fantasies are a thing, they are not rape, they're fantasy but for me, I like when the girl's like, I like this and I feel guilty that I like it. I think yeah. someone could diagnose me with a personality disorder based on what I just I mean, I said. think I think everything you're saying aligns with people that like stepmom porn. It's like you can't have it. You can't it. get into that you yet, can't. Man. What do you mean? I want to, oh. but it, I won't let myself. Like, there's something about, like, a stepdad or, like, a, a dad making the girl, like, go down on her stepmom mm-hmm. or something that... I gotta be honest, it is intriguing to me. I don't have step parents, but like bringing parental things into it obviously is so taboo and wildly popular. Yeah, well, stepsister is probably number one on. But I don't have any step siblings, so I can't. As someone that has them, it doesn't. Doesn't do it for you? No, no, it just, it doesn't. I don't let my, my brain doesn't go, hey, man, I got a stepsister, M- Melanie, I could. Jerk off right. to this. Like, it doesn't really connect that way for me. But I don't have church elders either, and I still want that fantasy. And I don't go to the gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to get into one for years. Uh, they, yeah, none of them will... Uh, it's like you're getting meds for your... I'm like, like will you also psych- check out my asshole? And they're like, no, we don't do that here. This yeah. is a... What, I go, most of the stuff I watch online, you guys are, are doing all the holes. <laughs> you, know, you think urology goes into the proctology? I mean, it might as well. <laughs> I just love any... Um, a three-for-one, like a BOGO? I don't know how people don't watch porn. And just, I've been trying to use my imagination. And um, it's, I, I've got I've gotten far, but not far enough. Like, it's just, there's something, it almost feels like um, when Charlie Ch- and the Chocolate Factory, remember when they're farting to keep afloat? Burping. Burping. Okay, yeah. well, that was a different, that was a porn I watched. Yeah, that was. Um, <laughs> you know that when they're queefing so they can stay alive? Yeah. Um, but you know how... 
they're trying to keep like they keep falling and they keep trying to burp to like oh, get it more up and up. That's how I feel with fantasies is I get up high and then it starts to fall and I just can't I can't keep it. I keep trying to like keep the fantasy in the air and it starts to dissolve away like my brain does not keep a storyline going. And it's not because of my ADD. It's not because of my short-term memory. Wait, this is when you try to masturbate without porn? With like a fantasy where I'm like, okay, let's just run through like my ideal scenario of something that could actually happen in my life. And I start going with it. It's, I used Why to feel like- you start searching porns that you actually are more closer to you? Like the idea of like, you haven't been to a, a gynecologist in a while. You don't have elders- it's but such a fantasy. No, those it are might my be favorite hard, ones. But that might be hard oh, to, to keep up myself. because it's so far away from you. No, there are no fantasies of like backstage after a show, yeah. this comedian <laughs> who has struggled to find it's love to through most own. of her life and was a virgin <laughs> until she was 21 and is into anal stuff, gets a visit from a, you know, like it just Dave Matthews shows up. Like that, the, those yeah. fantasies don't really. Who knows? Have you typed that in? <laughs> I probably it's such have, a long. I wonder what the record is for someone typing in a specific thing they're looking for in a porn. <laughs> I've never. I've. I've just started it's not getting like you've paranoid typed in about paragraphs before. I've typed in words, <laughs> yeah. and just gotten more specific because there is. I just type in like natural tits. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Speaking We're of, very I've got some man. T- I've. I have uh, KBTs today, big time. I feel like my my premenstrual cycle starts. Eight days before I start bleeding, and my boobs hurt so bad today. I felt like my bones were made Why of soup. Why do tits hurt? <laughs> I just feel heavy, and I don't know. They just like yeah. are painful. They just feel like, oh, I've had to use a bra that is only like I never even fit in normally. They're just, but they're not like luscious. They're just like, they're like udders. I just, I feel like disgusting today but also okay with feeling disgusting Noah do you relate we'll find out after this break Andrew every road leads to another road if you take two you'll end up going back Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast in each episode Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Noah, do you get premenstrual symptoms like... 18 years before your period even starts and then also five days after it ends so that you never get a break ever. <laughs> I want to know. All the time. Are. But I, I like having, wait, what does the K stand for in KBT? Kettlebell tits. Oh, kettlebell. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're kettlebells today. Yeah, so like I like having weight. I'm always like walking around just like cupping my boobs just to hold them as they're bigger. Yeah, that is, there's just something like fun about that. In two days, they're going to be amazing and they'll be like more full. But right now they're just like, they feel, they hurt and they feel like they're pulling on my skin. And like, it made me feel like what girls must feel like when they get implants and they are still sore from surgery. And I felt a lot of empathy for girls who get their tits done today. It sucks that your tits feel their biggest while also hurting. Like I know, because when guys want to play with them, you can't really get that rough. Or the pain actually feels good, let's be honest with ourselves, if you're into that. Estrogen causes the breast ducts to enlarge. And progesterone production causes the milk glands to swell. That's why your tits hurt. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I guess we learned something today. I learned that I don't want you to ever read about the female anatomy. <laughs> I got more again. for you if you need it. Uh, the menstrual like, cycle. That sounds like cost- my porn search. <laughs> the longest porn search ever. <laughs> I went to Wilco this weekend um, to the Solid Sound Festival in Northampton. North- in New York. You're looking at me. Not like Northampton. Outside Albany, right? North, a- North Adams. <laughs> Massachusetts. Anyway, it's where oh. Mass Moke. It's it's the Berkshires. I didn't know I was in the Berkshires. Hmm. Oh. It's so freaking beautiful. I flew into Albany. I was so when I did carpool karaoke with Wilco, which I've talked about on the show. They were my favorite band since two thousand seven, and um, I used to be obsessed with them. All these things, and over the years, I've become an adult and less obsessive. But then, you know, carpool karaoke called. They asked who I would do it with. I said Wilco, thinking they were way too cool. We did it. It was the best time ever. And while I was there a few months ago in Chicago doing that, they invited me to the Solid Sound Festival, which is their music festival that they, it's like Wilco sponsored and and Wilco plays and it's all bands that are friends with Wilco and there's comedy there. And I always was like, God, I really want to go to that. But I don't want to ask to be, to go like, Mm. I wanted to go 
perform in the comedy tent and it's John Hodgman is is the one that does it Nick Offerman it's all these like kind of intellectual comedians that I felt Gondelman like was God, Josh Gondelman was there but every year it's John Hodgman is is the one that puts it together and he's you know an author and you know he's was on the daily show just a brilliant guy and I just felt like oh I don't know if I'd even fit in there and so this year they were like yo yeah you should go they mentioned it in Chicago and I was like okay and it's funny Crystal their manager was like everyone says they'll go but no one ever shows up like you were the only one that's out. she's like it's really cool that you showed up and I was like I wouldn't miss this for the world like me and Nick Offerman who played um what's his name on um Parks and Rec he you know he he talks like this he has a mustache and he's <laughs> grumpy all the time uh on the show he really does talk like this in real life and he is also one of the biggest Ron Swanson Ron Swanson. He's also one of the biggest Wilco fans ever, and we are very similar in that we both love Wilco and can't believe we're friends with them. Like, <laughs> he is exactly like me. Yeah. Exactly where, and he's been going to this festival for years and years and years. He's been friends with Jeff for a while. He got Jeff on Parks and Rec, and that's how be they became friends. Oh, wow. But um, Jeff Tweedy, the lead singer of Wilco. And... So, but I'm, I'm there. So I got asked to go there. I go, they throw me on a secret show, but I'm really there just to like hang. Um, Chris is supposed to go with me, my boyfriend. The morning of, we are going, he's not feeling well. He missed work the day before. We didn't hang out for a couple of days because he was feeling sick. He, he does, he's testing negative for COVID. No worries. I'm going to the airport. He's already there. And he's like, I just took a test. I'm positive. I'm going home. And I'm like, fuck. And so I go alone. And I'm like, oh, it's just going to be awkward because I feel like I'm already just kind of, they loosely invited me, but they don't really want me to come, you know, and I was looking forward to just having that time with Chris to like not feel in the way. I don't want to be backstage like, hey guys, can I hang and jam mm -hmm. out? And I just was like, oh fuck. And I'm, I'm someone who's constantly around people. People think that I like, I'm good at doing things by myself, but I'm not really booked on this festival. No one knows I'm there. I just, I have no friends there. Josh Gottelman's going to be there, but he's not there until Saturday. And I get there on Friday morning. And, but it was awesome because I get on the plane to go and I'm feeling like, I sh oh God, I wish I had COVID. I don't even want to go because these people don't, they don't even want me to go and I'm going to be so awkward. And then all of a sudden I see that Wilco's new album, Cruel Country, drops that morning. 21 songs, like a Damn. almost triple album. And it might be triple, but you know, on you can't tell on Spotify. And I was like, Okay, I'll just start listening to this just to like gear up for the weekend, even though I kind of don't want to learn new music. I just want to see them play the hits. Like, ugh, I'm glad they have a new album, but I'm not ready to like listening to music is hard, even if it's Taylor Swift or Wilco. But then I started listening and it was like so freaking good and healing. And I was still very anxious from like all the turmoil of last week in our country. And this album is about our country being like, cruel and fucked up but also like loving your country and it's just that it's almost like I I was like I can't believe he put up this album like on a week where we needed it so much but the truth is every week stuff happens in America where you go it could have been you know there was a shooting the week before or the week before you know like but this week it was just like oh I needed it so much and I just spent enough time with it where I heard each song maybe three times and then I selected a couple that I was like these are my faves and then that night I get there I sleep, I get there and I, I'm too scared to come out of my hotel room till four and head over to the festival. It's been going since 12. I got in at 12. 
It's on Friday? Or yeah, and I'm just Friday. like too nervous socially to be like, I'm just going to wander around, but I go over. I wander around by myself. It's just all Wilco fans. When Danya and Megan? Next day on Saturday. Oh, okay. So then I finally like write to Crystal, the manager who was like so nice and was like, oh, I'm here just wandering around. And she was like, oh my God, come backstage. And so I go backstage and I meet everyone. I have lunch with Nick Offerman. We are like talking about how much we love Wilco. And he's talking to me about how he got into writing books and He's just, he's ex- he talks exactly like Ron Swanson, but he's the <laughs> kindest man ever. And he's so in love with his wife, Megan Mullally. You know, who plays Karen from Will and Grace. But he is like, he, he's like, I can't even believe I'm with her. He remembered that we interviewed him on our show, You oh, Up, wow. which I didn't think he would even remember. So I didn't do the thing of like, nice to see you again. I was just like, nice to meet you because I assumed he wouldn't remember his press tour four years, three years ago. But he was like, I believe I did your show when I was promoting one of my books. And I was like, you did. <laughs> um, but then That's that what night- I love about you, Nikki. You're so down to earth. You're a star. Like you are a celebrity and people want to have you around. So, so nice. I just, I just like, this is one of the things that make you so lovable because you're so humble and like down to earth. I have bad self-esteem. Yeah, it just felt like, <laughs> no, I mean. Yeah, where does the humble That's That's the thing is where I'm like, I, I know like I have to remind myself like I'm accomplished like I deserve to be here like I'm an artist yes. too like everything's okay you're not less than even if I didn't have all these my IMDB didn't look like it does I still deserve to be there they asked me to be there I'm a genuine fan I don't want to be in the way I'm not trying to be kuh. and um so I get there and I don't know it was just it was awesome everyone's so nice and that night uh they're like do you want to go side stage I'm like yes like what (laughs) and so I go side stage and the first night of the show they play their 21 song new album back to back with no like no talking in between just straight through and there's just something so magical (laughs) if you're a music fan out there and you like know what it's like to be this obsessive about music and especially your favorite albums like there's this will never happen to me again where I have only had exposure to an album of my favorite band for one day where I only know a handful of songs well enough to even pick them out and be like, oh, I like this one. But there's a familiarity. There's this sweet spot where it's like, I mean, Wilco never performs for crowds that don't know every single fucking word yeah. of their song. And if they do, it's one song here and there, a new song. This is a whole album that none of these Wilco fans had any time to learn. any. So we're all just, <clears throat> just dancing and like, just watching, not lip syncing, you know, like that's hard for me at a concert to just like not know the lyrics. I had the best time of my life. I cried. I, I fell in love with songs. I fell in love with music. I just, and then I would thought I was being annoying. Um, and because I was just so enthusiastic and I'm the only one on the side. I'm next to the sound guy that's doing all the uh, sound for the monitors that the guys on stage are listening to, to hear the music back at them. And he's running around. There's so much crew. I mean, what it takes to put on a music show next to like <laughs> versus a comedy show is absurd. It's an amphitheater. It's outside. <laughs> yeah, it was outside. Okay. And this place, Mass Mocha, if you've been, it's a it's a museum. It is the coolest festival. This it was so much. It was it was like unlike any other festival I've ever music festival I've been to. It's like contained and it feels like Six Flags of music festivals. It's very easy to get around. It's paved. It's like it's just well done. It is a great festival, but. Then the second night, anyway, Anya comes. But Anya- feeling, but feeling of first record here, like you listen to it first time ever on the plane, and I'm like having like a little bit of a sad, sob story for myself. Like Chris yeah. can't come, and I'm going to be alone. But as someone that you know, I think there's 
a ton of our listeners that can't listen to new music. You're just so stuck on even your favorite artists are old albums. Yes. But what a way to experience it where you go, it doesn't even feel new anymore. It's like you, it feels like part of you yes. because of this experience and because you got to. And if Chris would have been there, yeah. I wouldn't have listened to that album. Yeah. And that night I would have been listening to these songs for the first time, which is not the same as the third and fourth time. It's not. The fourth time you hear a song you love is maybe the best it will mm -hmm. ever be. Right now, I'm 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 literally in a honeymoon phase with the song "Story to Tell" from Cruel Country. Please, besties, get on board with this. It is the saddest, most beautiful song. I don't even know what it means. Jeff is so poetic, but it starts out: "I have been through hell, on my way to hell," and it's just, it's just fu he's funny. It's weird. It's beautiful, and that song. I, there's nothing better than when I find my new favorite song mm -hmm. and I'm in this stage where I'm like, I just learned the lyrics to it and I... Now, how many times do you listen to your favorite new song? Uh, a do you kill a, it? That was it. I kill it. Yeah, I, you know I what? It. It's like Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson. The the flame will burn out. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. it's too good to not have sex with it constantly. I just can't stop. I guess it's nice, though, to be a fan of Wilco, which I'm kind of a fan. For my brain, it's hard with it when it's so lyrical. But it if isn't you, though. Uh, this song isn't, or, or just Wilco in general. isn't because he, none of his lyrics make sense. It's all like weird. It, it, no, for me though, that's like where the lyrical, like not how like for oh, like trying. You want it to make more sense. Yeah, but Less as poetic. someone that's a huge fan, it's got to be fun because because when songs are so simple, you could beat them to death, and in three days you're like, oh, I'm kind of over it yeah. because I know every word. It's so easy in my yeah. brain. Like as it was by Harry Styles, I like that a lot. Yes, that I'm, song I've already. I'm over it. I fucked it. Yeah, I, I had a great weekend in <laughs> yeah. New York with As It Was. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. Um, his other song, Day, Daylight. Daylight. Fuck oh, the shit out of that. We're still seeing each other. <laughs> oh, you're cool. Yeah. yeah, it's going down on me a lot, but I'm getting tired. <laughs> it needs to do more. Like the stern version, the live version. Yeah, it's nice that he can. It can sometimes like it can shave its beard and be like a little bit different. That's yeah, how I feel about the stern dog. version yeah, sure. versus the studio album. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I want a little bit more of a dirty version of yeah. Daylight, but um. Like I this, guess what I'm saying with well, like to over, you can if there's going to be a song to over listen to and that you won't get it's sick of something it. Just that yet, is something that bit, you kind of have to put together. Or something yeah, melodically, maybe. it just doesn't go do mm -hmm. what you think it's going to do. It surprises you every time. But I just want to say, so then Saturday comes along. I sleep until it. fucking three o'clock in the afternoon. I like I was too scared because I was so drained emotionally from the show the night before, and also I was feeling a little depressed. I was getting into PMS mode. The, the, my kettlebell tits were coming in and <laughs> Anya and Matt and their friend Chris who worked on uh, all the songs that I made he's a musician too um, they came from where they live in New York three and a half hour drive they were coming to hang out and I got them tickets through Wilco who are so nice and just give me anything I want they let me go to the merch booth and they're like just anything you want just tell them you're Nikki and that Crystal Aww. said you can have anything and I was I it was the best. So, because all I used to wear was Wilco stuff. So, like, to now just have, yeah, like, it's like supermarket world. sweep. Or, like, I feel like one of those kids on the Nickelodeon where they used to, like, let them in Toys R Us and just grab a bunch of toys. That's that's what I'm like there at the Wilco merch booth. But, um, so, 
How many Saturday, things do you grab though when things are free? I only did four. Yeah. I, I did it. I, there is a limit though. But in I did your, tell Crystal yeah, yeah. I have my eye on the jean jacket. I don't want to overextend, but if there is an extra jean jacket, um, no, I want everything. I will literally take everything. If Crystal's watching this, I was modest. I want literally every piece of merch and I will wear it every single day. And I'm not joking you. It, I, I want everything. But I, I was just trying to no, it's be a, cool. No, it's, a, it's an interesting thing though of like going overboard, but while trying to. <laughs> You want everything, but you wanted to see. Yeah, when people like, go, have whatever you want, I go, yeah. can I have everything then? And they're like, well, we didn't mean that. And you're like, okay. So, what did yeah. you mean? Uh, I, we meant one shirt. I got a like, hat. I got a, a short sleeve shirt. I got another short sleeve shirt. And I got a um, a sweatshirt that I made that only had an extra, extra large, which is what I like. Cut it down. But I know I oh. made it a dress. And oh. it was Jeff Tweedy dress. And I wore it the second night to the show. So I'm side stage the second night. And the second night, they they just do, they play what they want it's just like a fun set uh mixed with some of the new stuff that is great and um Anya was there we're both side stage no one else is side stage by the way there's not room for anyone else and I feel in the way I feel annoying but I'm assured that you are not it's fine and all the guys I know all the guys at this point because I did carpool karaoke they're so freaking nice and after the first night some of them said to me like your enthusiasm was so nice for us like how much you were into it and and I didn't know if they were being nice or not but I was like I'm going to trust that they meant that. And so tonight I'm just going to really enjoy myself. And um, so the second night so I'm with when Anya. Stand- oh, sorry. Uh, right yeah. on the side state. Like, no, but do you do it before they went up? Did you already do your stand up at this? Oh, stand up was during the day. Stand up is like, well, whatever. It was amazing. It was with. No, the, but I. I it was I at would, the. Yeah, I yeah. would feel like. So it was just com- it was just a comedy a comedy show yeah okay and it was awesome I mean it's indoors it's a huge venue huge room it's where Wilco practices was practicing before they went on the big stage gotcha. but it was amazing show Nick Offerman me Josh Gondelman uh, a comedian named Io I forget her last name she's incredible um uh and you did what 10 15 I did 30 minutes but you did 30 yeah and I did like jokes about Wilco we were calling like. I was like, this is so great. It's not like Coachella at all where everyone cares about what they look like. You guys like just don't give a shit and some of you should. Like did any of you even, am I at a music festival or a float trip? Like what's happening here? And I was just, you know, giving them shit about and how much Wilco fans love wearing Wilco merchandise. I was like, none of you are trying to be cool where you're like, I'm not going to wear the band to the band. You're like, are you wearing the Wilco sweater? No, I wasn't. At this point I was wearing, oh, I don't think I was wearing a Wilco shirt, but I was like, but I'm one of you. I love that shit. And then, me and Josh Gondelman and um, uh, were backstage and Anya and Matt, we were all trying to come up with like funny, because Wilco fans are usually like older men, you know, like they just are kind of older people. And so I was like, your merch booth is insane here. You have every, like they have so much merch. Crystal who runs the merch is like, it's just cool shit. And there's tons of like diff, like fanny packs and like hats and buttons and jean jackets and uh, socks and mm-hmm. guitar picks, like anything you could want. And so we were just going over like, we were taking Wilco songs and making them funny um, like items. I was like, there's a lot of new items coming out. And I was like, this it's, it's like fast fashion in there. The merch booth has like thousands of options. I was like, and then Josh Gondelman gave me the line. He was, I was like, it's like forever 41 in there. <laughs> and so then I was like, you guys have like Casino Queen. One of the songs is Casino Queen. I was like, they're coming out with a Casino Queen, Craftmatic Adjustable Bed. There's the song Heavy Metal Drummer. I'm like, there's the Heavy Metal uh, Hip Replacement. That's going to be released on Sunday. So get in line for that. Wait, let me go through the other ones. Um, you have the... Uh, um, 
there's a song called Cam- I need a I need a camera and I was like there's the um I need a camera like no I I would like a camera not one on your phone I want to take it like an old picture like just some <laughs> old man bitching about it um she's a jar uh, opener for arthritic uh people there's the sky blue sky alice um summer teeth dentures i am trying to break your heart brand pacemaker and so yeah i was just going off but and gondelman's the perfect person to uh, bounce. he was like this is what i was born yeah, to do yeah yeah it was nice. you don't know josh gondelman he's fantastic he comedian. writes for jesus and miro he used to write for um oh, john oliver john oliver show he's a and nice he's a great is. comedian josh yeah. gondelman anyhow but yeah um, and I have so much more to say. I I do want to share one last thing uh, that the best thing that happened to me that I put on my Instagram was that I felt annoying the whole time because I was dancing so much and having like the best time. And especially when it's all the songs the second night that I like know every word to. And I've and he played She's a Jar because he knows from when we did um, Carpool Karaoke that that's my favorite song that I want on, mm-hmm. like on my funeral playlist. And I cried when we did Carpool Karaoke to it. And it was just like a he just knows what it means to me and someone one of the roadies came up to me and was like i just want to let you know i've worked with him i've worked with this band for 12 years uh that's the fifth time i've seen them play that live i just want to know and then some of the band members later came up to me and was like you know we were playing she's a job like they did it for me he did it for me it was really really meaningful and then afterwards i just want to play this so i am just gobsmacked at how amazing the show was i feel like on i'm just like I feel like high. I'm just like, just the happiest I've ever been. And they're walking off stage and um, I'm holding my phone because I want to film them walking off stage because they're right walking right by me. But I also don't want to be holding my phone because I want to applaud. So I put my phone in my fanny pack um, and just let it record so I could just have them coming off. And I wasn't trying to record them like acknowledging me. Like I did not want them to be like, I wanted to just applaud them and tell them great show because they did. And so I'm, I'm doing that. And then this is what Jeff says to me. And I'm so glad I caught it on tape because I probably wouldn't have believed it if I would have <laughs> not uh, like recorded it. So I just want to play this really quick. So I'm applauding. And you got to listen to me. <laughs> I played this for Kirsten and she was like, it sounded like you were like, thank you. Thank you forever. Like, I'm so <laughs> obsessed. Listen to this. Okay. So wait, one more time. I start out by saying A plus because I'm just like, as they're walking by, I'm like A plus plus because they're like, they haven't played live in a while. And yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of like what I would want to hear if I really gave the best performance that a fan of mine could ever imagine. Because that is what happened to me. So listen again. A plus plus. Side stage person of all. Oh my God, it's an honor. Thank you for letting me rock out. Thank you for letting me rock out. But he said, you're the best uh, side stage person ever. Yeah. And so that is like, I am now like, I'm going to every Wilco show I can because if they actually do like my enthusiasm, it's it literally is the best feeling I could ever have in my life. I would literally give up sex to just have that feeling the rest of my life. Like that was my favorite feeling of all I the feelings I think they learned too that like, Although you did pick them from Carpool Karaoke and you show you know lyrics to your favorite song. I'm sure when they see someone know the catalog like you know. Like there's something like, I don't know, beautiful to it. And you showing up, although you don't think you're important at times, is just as – like you showing up for them and being there for them 
they feel the same way and you need to like take that in yeah. a little bit. It's like, you're a good girl. No, no, yes. but like, but just take that in too because you know what? In their mind, they're thinking, holy shit, this fucking badass comedian is like really enjoying an old man band. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like <laughs> yes. whatever it is. Like they're sure. really, so, so, you know, I mean. And I know as someone who has fans like me with Wilco that I, and Jeff is someone who I, I relate to people who were like, do you relate to Jeff because you're both from like the Midwest? He's from Belleville, which is mm-hmm. very close to St. Louis. It's practically St. Louis and obviously Chicago band. Um, they're like, do you think it's because of like your Midwest roots? And I'm like, no, it's our depressed roots. Like he's a depressed person. He, you know, grew up like addicted to things and with anxiety. And that's how, that's why I like him so much is like, I relate to him as being someone who does not think he's good. He thinks so He's constantly like, I know Jeff, like, because I am him. And I was like, I took him, like, the last thing I said to him was like, I want you to know this album is the best thing ever. And you, you need to know this. You need to let it in. You need to let it in. Like this, I'm not bullshitting you. It is so freaking good. And I hope you hear this. I hope you hear me. I'm not lying to you. And, um, (laughs) but I know it's, it's hard because you just go, they're being nice or they don't really know that I kind of tricked them with this one thing, but it was, it was the best weekend. And it's, there's something about being at a a music festival and like, it's nice to, you know, it sucked that Chris couldn't go, obviously. Yes. But and it would have been to, a whole but different But to take that thing. and to flip it and go, you know what? Granted, Matt and Anya were there. But there's something about going to an event alone, alone. where you could literally be whatever the fuck you yes. want to be. And whether it's a fanatical fan or maybe someone that just sits at the lawn and doesn't even want to partake but just wants to have their own moment. There's something beautiful about that. So yes, I don't know. It's cool Wasn't that you took getting that. Recognized. And like, I was just like walking around quietly, like just observing. It was, it was nice to be alone. Yeah. But it was scary. And now I realize how people feel when they're like, I don't, I'm scared to go alone. Like it takes, it takes courage and it takes a lot of like triumph over anxiety, but like just, just try it. You can always leave. That was my that, thing. I was oh, like, I can always leave. I don't best. have to stay. That's the best about being alone. You can always leave. You can leave. Oh. You can always leave. So I think that's the thing. So many people don't want to do things that they're scared of because they're like, well, then that's just the way I'm going to be the rest of my life. And it's like, no, you can always go back to the way you were doing it. Let's get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, boy. I hope you had all the swells this weekend. Happy Memorial Day. All the swells, all the swells, apparently. All the swells. It's Monday. You know what that means? It is Monday. Back to you, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys have some tour dates this weekend uh, oh, in yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, the Agora Theater and oh, yeah. uh, Carnegie of Homestead Music Hall in Pennsylvania. And the lyric in Baltimore on Sunday. Yeah, and we got a celebrity coming to our Baltimore show. I'll tell you later. I know who. Really? Who? Ray Lewis. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, yeah, we got good shows coming up. Cleveland. I love performing in Cleveland. And then is that in? Is it in Pittsburgh? Is that probably where uh, that is? Moham or whatever. I mean, Pennsylvania Moham. has given us such great shows so far. Yeah, please come out to those shows. I think tickets are still available. NikkiGlazer.com/tour. And yeah, let's thank you, Noah. Okay. What's the first news story? According to the International Society for Sexual Medicine, there is no normal frequency of sex for couples, providing everyone in the relationship is happy. So how often a couple should have sex depends on what the people in the relationship decide works best for them. 
Um, and that can range from hmm. no sexual activity at all to a few times a day, week, or year. Wow, a day. Um, so yeah, I know that, that you've sense. been curious about that. Well, you know, there's so many things where it's like, what's the right amount of times I should eat fruit or exercise? And no one ever just goes, whatever you want. That's kind of the only time where it's like, ah, whatever. Like, you sleep as much as you want, but people go, that's nah, a little too much. That's mm -hmm. not enough. But you're essentially doing whatever you want all the time. It's nice to know that with sex, it is kind of whatever you want, as long as both parties are happy. Well, and that's that's the tough part. Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm trying to do this thing where your dopamine level you don't always like. I saw something where like stay if something's giving you like high dopamine, making you happy, like you could almost re reject it sometimes to make it, uh, you know, you talk about this a lot, to the build up of it, mm. you know, and a lot of couples like in other countries, whatever, they won't have sex for two, like it's just, we're not gonna have sex for two weeks because in two weeks we're gonna fucking want it yeah. so bad. And that if you keep whatever filling that dopamine up, like we do with TikTok or whatever, like, then it's it going to make you sad and it's going to start stops, depleting. It stops being even exciting to do. So like, yeah, I love so waiting. Yeah. So if you fuck once a week or once every day, that doesn't, it it's not a negative. You don't have to look. Special. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, but yeah. I agree. I feel like though that it can be, I don't know, the, the kinds of sex that you have for me, then this is obviously because we just heard everyone's different. For me, I feel like I, I think that there should be, I would like, just like cuddling sometimes or just like intimacy of like mm -hmm. touching and like kissing and just maybe dry humping, maybe not to completion a couple times or whatever, or maybe just, you know, a beach on the couch that isn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and then there's sometimes where it's like, no, I'm going to lay out everything I want you to use on me. I want to lay out, I want to set the stage, put down towels. Reminds get out me of the... Braveheart when they lay out the different ways that he's going to kill him. Oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's like a bunch I mean, of tools. Probably the same spread. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have war paint on. Um, Freedom. Yeah, I feel like um. it's different kinds of sex, but that's that's interesting. Good to know. Next okay. story. Boom, boom. Tell me what you think bam, about bam. this. Coinbase, which is just like a cryptocurrency company, is reportedly testing out having employees rate each other in an app with a thumbs up or thumbs down after meetings and other interactions. Oh. What? This seems insane. That's the so stupid. Yeah. The staff are reportedly it. asked to evaluate one another after meetings and other interactions based on how well they model 10 core company values. And um, yeah, who so wants they to model company down. values? Like who? Like let's do it in the metaverse too. You know what though? If you give someone a thumbs down, you have to show your face. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Well, on on YouTube now, you can unlike something and it doesn't show you how many unlikes. Yeah, you only show positive. So, I mean, I don't mind hearing negatives. I just don't. I don't know. Oh, I do. Think employees should rate each other. No, because I think that it's competitive. And, yeah, and that's you would, the problem. A lot of times I don't like something because they're better than me at something. Or they're they're doing a better job. Or they're naturally more inclined to this thing. So a lot of times I will... If the You're worst version of me are thumbs yes. down someone who's actually doing a great job because I don't, I'm threatened by them. Yeah, so your company's going to suffer because you're thumbing someone down because they can, yes. you know, produce better than you. Yeah, so, so maybe the company should just follow whoever's getting the most thumbs down and yeah. probably <laughs> give them a raise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the negative <laughs> stuff. I just can't. I just don't. 
I don't, I know criticism is important um, to grow from, but I just don't think, I think we already are so all feeling constantly inundated with comparing ourselves to people and feeling less than that there's just, there's no one should invite any of that in their lives. Yeah, I find sometimes I seek it out. I don't know why. Oh, I never do. It's such a stupid thing. I even read Wilco's, like, Wilco, after I listened to the album, I'm like, I want to see what people think of this, like, you know, music reviewers. And so I saw Stereo Gum had posted something on Instagram and I'm like, I'll read it. And I will stop reading it if it disagrees with, if, if it is saying that they, they're they not good, I'm going to take it. Like, I was almost reading it as like, <laughs> I'm in the band. And they fucking loved it. And I was like, yes. And so then I read the next thing. Everyone, I mean, this, this album's critically acclaimed across the board. And when I saw Wilco this weekend, I... You know, it was the day it came out and I'm seeing everyone from the band and I was like, hey, not to trigger you. I don't know if you read reviews, <laughs> but I just I'm not going to say anything. It's all good. Like, you yeah. know, like I just want to say everyone's getting it and it's very exciting. But I had to I had to preface it that with like, don't you know, I'm, I don't want to trigger you because smart people who I think will call are don't read reviews. And Jeff, Jeff, I've heard uh, used to not. And now he kind of is in a. Like sometimes you just go through a period where you like seek it out and yeah, I think very it's, smart it's a, people are susceptible to. Uh, I was feeling just watching bad about themselves. Norm Macdonald. Oh Matt yeah, Donald, I haven't seen it yet. But he was just talking about how like he's like he'll always take part in a poll. Like no matter how smart you are, if there's a poll you're. Oh, gonna... polls are so fun. <laughs> That's why on Instagram I love those. So, but like you know, to your point like if i read a review for not even for myself for like a band and i really love the band and i love the album and it's a negative i'll start going maybe i'm wrong and i know i shouldn't that's what i said i know when i said I, that i'll about do these it comments, i'll do it too it sucks because people, i hate it i did an interview and someone goes do you read the comments and i say no but you know what i know my friends and family read comments about me and i know that they love me and they think those comments are probably wrong but there's something in your brain that has happened to me when I look at a picture of someone on Instagram or I look at a video and then I read the comments and someone says something negative about it that I didn't notice. And then suddenly that is a part of my belief system about mm -hmm. this. And I have been influenced even though <laughs> yeah. that person, I don't know them. They misspelled things. They, they have made me skewed a little bit towards not liking this as much. And so to act like you or anyone who loves you is immune to reading reviews and feeling bad or comments, you're delusional and you need to stay away from them because there's nothing good there. It is going to the desert for water. It is, yeah. there's nothing. What because is, what, yeah. There's also, nothing. Even the good is not that, good enough. Even the people that, I've, and you know who really gets off on it? The people that hate whatever it is and then they see another comment that just proves their point. And, oh, oh yeah, when I hate something that. and then so, so oh. I go, God, I wish I could comment this thing. And then it's already commented and I get to like thumbs up it. Yeah. That's oh. a disgusting part of my it, soul. It really is. But, but I felt that way. Generally, when I'm Jack jealous, oh, yeah. I'm jealous. This person is either really popular and making something that I think sucks and I just am mad about it. Or they're really popular and they're making something that's really good. And I'm convincing myself that I wouldn't even want to make something good like that. When I really bad, I'm jealous. Though. I felt bad though. Like J Jack Harlow, who I really do like. I really I, I loved his last album. I wanted this new album to be great. And it just wasn't for me. And then like Pitchfork was like two points, like something really low. Pitchfork's always mean, yeah. And there, and you know what? Part of me thinks Pitchfork is probably a snooty motherfucker, like high on his horse. 
Really? Mr. Pitchfork? Yeah, I mean, like, someone writing a review, it's one person. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just feel like part of me wants to be like, fuck you, you hate him because he's so mainstream. But then I was like, you know what, I agree. And I felt bad. I wanted it to be better. You know, sometimes you could read a negative review and be like, yeah, I agree. We're allowed as artists to put out bad shit. I just want to say that to anyone who is maybe not an artist or whatever you do. Like, you're allowed to have a bad day at work and, like, put out a shitty report or whatever you do. You're... You know why? Because it makes the good all that better. You're allowed to have a bad day at work. I'm allowed to put out a comedy special that isn't good. I'm allowed to put out a show that isn't good. We're all trying our best. And sometimes we, you know, if you watch the Carlin documentary, how many times did he reinvent himself or do what he wanted to do? And it just didn't hit with the zeitgeist. It just didn't, they didn't like it or Mm -hmm. they made fun of him. Then he just shifts and does something else and everyone fucking forgets about it. No one doesn't, it doesn't have to follow you and it doesn't have to be who you are. We're I have to allow myself to put out shit. And And people love a redemption story. Like people do love like, you know, the shittier it is. And then if you really can make that left turn and make something great, God, do people, because people go, I was right that it was bad. You You know what I mean? I watched the Sheryl Crow documentary last night and it was all about this. Let's go to break and come back with Reddit. Boom, boom, boom. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. 
From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. We're back. Um, I did watch the Cheryl Crow documentary last night on Hulu. It's so good. There's something in it that like was so wild that happens. I want people to just to check it out. She dates Kid Rock. Mm, no, I don't think she ever did. But she did I that song up with Kid Rock. I thought they were. I can do a really good Cheryl Crow, by the way. All right, I'll do Kid Rock. Um. Okay. <clears throat> Wait. What's the song? You know the song that they do? Yeah. I've been searching for you for a long, long time. time. Can't seem to get you off my mind. I've been something. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics, but it's always. I, I do feel like I do. Hold on. Let me try one more time. So sing. I'll put your picture. Yeah, it's away. called Picture. Hold on. Kid Rock. Let me just look up the lyrics because I want to. Cry down to God. Okay, the lyrics. Um, Live in my life in a slow. Okay. Um. Been f- uh, been fueling up on cocaine and whiskey. I wish I had a girl. Good girl who missed me. I haven't slept in three damn nights. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put your picture away. Wait a second. Sat down and cried today. I can't look at you while I'm lying next to him. Wait, hold on. I'm trying too hard to do it. No, last night I was doing it so well that the dogs were like, what's going on? Because it was like, I want to soak up the sun. He was doing a good impression. It of is like, a hard voice to do if it's... I, I can't do it without music yeah, in the background, yeah. but I swear to God I can do a really good channel. Everyone at home is like, she's fucking... They're like, it's please stop. Please, They're like, please stop. Come put it in Out her of heart. Fork. <laughs> <laughs> Pitchy fork. Um, Someone fork or pitch. Okay, so let's get to Reddit. Um, I'm going to start with... <laughs> This is your Reddit dawn. Gotta feel like hell tonight. That's pretty good. That was good. Thank you. Okay, that I redeemed myself. Redeem. All right. Hey, people love that. People love it. <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas. All right, put okay. out a different album. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> um, uh, okay, so uh. someone, this is a mispronounced. It's from the subreddit Bone Apple Tea, which is... Uh, a joke of bon, bon Appetit. Someone wrote Bon Apple Tea once, and so yeah. this is a subreddit of, of mispronunciations. And someone wrote a tweet that said, my joints hurt really bad. I think I have Arthur writes this. Oh. <laughs> Which they probably just dictated arthritis, but it can correct it to Arthur writes this. I love that. Um, this is from me, IRL. It's a tweet that I just relate to so much that I sometimes tweets, you just go, or memes, you go, how does someone nail it so hard? This is from Armand Doma on on, tw- on Twitter. 
I am 32 years old and still deeply terrified that consuming anything from the hotel room minibar will somehow bankrupt my entire family. Dude, that is so true. <laughs> relatable. So relatable. What? I am a woman that has yes. more money than I know what to deal with sometimes. I'm not bragging, but it's just true. And I still will not even think about touching anything in the mini bar. It's because we're told from when we're five, if you go near it, you're fucking dead it's by so your parents. Funny. It's sometimes so funny. It made me want to do s- it now. Sometimes yeah, I'm even just- scared to put like a water bottle in a hotel fridge because I think that there's like a weight in there and if I take it out, yes. they're going to think I took something out. And then they're going to bank, like literally you will be homeless on the street because yeah. of because <laughs> the, the prices are vodka. so crazy. Yeah. Um, this is also from, um, oh, this is from to me IRL for me IRL. It's another uh, subreddit of just tweets that are kind of on the mark. Um, it's from Emily Murnane, uh, Emily underscore Murnane on Twitter. It says, we don't need to get coffee to catch up. Honestly, I can just shoot you a, you a text to let you know I have no updates and I am doing bad. <laughs> <laughs> Save money on gas. I love that because yeah. sometimes people want to get together and you go, what, like, why do we have to bring coffee into this? Why do we have to make it a thing? I know. Um, it's it to is. fill your day, you know. Yes. Um, this is from ADHD Women. Uh, the subreddit, it's uh, another tweet. says, tries to learn someone's name. Brain. No, we are at capacity. Me. With what? Brain. Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. Me. Those aren't even real people. Those are Mambo number five lyrics. Brain. <laughs> a little bit of Monica in my life. Me. Please stop. Brain, the trumpets. Yeah, <laughs> like it just, I don't know why sometimes memes that one probably doesn't work as much when I'm like reading it, but it really made me happy. Oh my god, this is another one from Emily Murname that was on the last one. I did not know that I liked two of her things. This happened over weeks at a time. Said people with good singing voices should not be allowed to do karaoke. Sorry, but it is not fun watching you do a little star search performance. I'm here to see drunk Keith fight for his life through living on a prayer as God intended. <laughs> Tomorrow night is my birthday and we are going to um, sing karaoke. It was supposed to be tonight, but my sister and brother didn't get back in town in time. Um, and I'm excited to do some Shell Crow and really, I'm thinking about opening it to the besties. So I just want to say, yeah. I think I'm going to do it tomorrow. If you're St. Louis bestie, uh, Wednesday, tomorrow, June 1st, if you want to come to Westport social at around six 30, we will be doing karaoke and hanging out. Um, I don't, the karaoke rooms are small, so it might just be like a certain number of people can fit in at a time, but I would love to meet you and see you. If you just want to go to Westport social, there's tons of stuff to do there. It, it doesn't have to be a whole thing. You can go alone. I will greet you. Um, so Westport social tomorrow night at seven o'clock is when it starts. Um, this is one. Did I do this last week? It's from Thanks I Hate It, and it says your car will never make that noise for the mechanic. Your car is that. Your car is like <laughs> that's our special noise. I only make that noise for you. <laughs> Dude, I feel that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think with anything, like you could also, you know, you're having a pain when you go to the doctor, and then when you get to the doctor, it goes away. Yes. It's like no, I swear to God, dude, my kidneys are bleeding. They're like no, you're fine. My car's. You know, there's that light, and it always turn. For some reason, it turns off too, and then you think your car's fine. I know you, th- but, why the, but it- the light is just broken. That's how <laughs> fucking bad your car is. Yeah, like the, yeah, the, yeah. the bulb for that light. The is actual out. thing. Yeah. Fucking. Bre- yeah. Final thought. Here's one from Ask Men. It says, "My girlfriend just asked, did you hear that ass? Did you hear that asshole?" And then she farted. What immature things do your partners do? <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's so funny. It's funny where like um, Brenna will maybe fart and she'll go, oh, it was just a toot. And it kind of was it just a toot. It does make such a cute. But then I'll fucking, I'll fart where the door, it's where the fucking, the light goes on in my car somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> And I'll go, a little too like i'll cover it with a two it's like and a foghorn like, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's literally not a i don't know it that's fun, that's fun. Uh, uh, what one, do you do, do uh, someone you do? said grips ice cubes in her hands unbeknownst to me then saunters up and sil- seductively wraps her arms around me then shoves her ice cold hands on my belly that's cute yeah it's a little left turn my girlfriend does that stupid what's that on your shirt and then flicks my nose trick when there's actually something on my shirt it's okay, though. I get her back by wetting my hands, then rubbing them on her face while saying, I hate it when I pee on my hands. Oh, I do that all the time whenever I go to the bathroom and wash my hands. And oh, I shake someone's hands. I go, it's, it's, I just went to the bathroom. It's not what you think. It's pee. I say that a lot. Um, I would never wash my hands. Uh... Someone said, I like to get in elaborate poses before I let one go. My wife just laughs and calls me an idiot. For things my wife does, she likes to play punch me in the face, and I'll sell it like I got hit by Tyson. She loves that one. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to think of funny things I do. My brother got me when we were younger. He put ketchup on his hand and grabbed a knife. And I thought I cut him. You know, or like I had a knife and then he like somehow he threw ketchup and I thought I slit his wrist. I got ketchup. And I was like running around crying. Uh, Yeah. And I was going to the bathroom and I remember an old man saw me walking in the bathroom and was like, Are you okay? And I was like, what? Like it was so scary to have an old man just like yeah. grab me and be like, "Are you okay?" And I was now like, I'm oh, not. No, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. <laughs> I got ketchup on my hand. Um, I think that some. I mean, we do so many dumb like little inside Your joke gummy things, worm. but oh, that was for another boyfriend. Yeah, but that, that was, was fucking weird. I mean, yeah, I once my. Ex- I love ex- how ex- unrelatable that one is. Like it's relatable, it's, but it's also like your. That's but your I don't thing. understand how anyone doesn't do stuff like that for their boyfriend if that if their boyfriend isn't grossed out by that kind of stuff. So he liked gummy worms. That was his favorite snack. He was coming to visit me in California. I was picking him up from the airport. I knew he would finger me immediately upon getting in my car. So I put a gummy worm in my vagina so that when he fingered me, he'd go, "What the fuck is that?" And he'd pull out a gummy worm, and he did, and it was funny. And then his dick was a gummy worm all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Boom. Knock him. You set him up, boys. Oh boy. Um, I think that I do. Um, that's a fun one, though. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. I mean, I. What was one that I did? Chris now, the how other day long? That was what so if he elaborate. didn't finger you? How how long do you let the gummy sit in you? No, I would have grabbed that? his hand and go. I have something to show you. You know, I, I yeah, wouldn't have right out. Yeah, I, <laughs> but people are like shocked that I did that. I'm sure it fucks up my pH balance. But you know what else fucks up my pH balance down there? A man's dirty hand. So it's like, who cares? What is people go? You put a you put a sanitary a thing that I'm supposed to eat right from the package. I put it in my vagina, and you're acting like that's so shocking. You put dirt, men's dirty fingers and penises in your yeah, pussy, Dorito so, fingers, or even your own fingers. Um, I think that oh, I'm trying to think of like. Do you ever I just don't know, like, like, take a tit out? That's what I do. If I'm wearing a tank oh. top, we'll have a serious conversation and I'll like just turn around and I'll just respond back. <laughs> and it takes always like a couple so to funny. notice. That's fine. That is that's one of my favorite bits too, is just um acting like I like to play the character of like, I can't, I don't know what to do with them. It won't stay in. <laughs> this shirt doesn't fit. And I'll just just keep going like but it's not working and it kind of it's a rachel feinstein move of like my boobs are too big and i don't know what to do with them she has a great bit about girls just being stupid like my tits are just dumb <laughs> um but I, I think playing that kind of dumb character is fun 
and um i put yeah. my i did i tried that kind of with uh brenna over the weekend where i i go should i should i wear this bathing suit and then i turned around and i i took my balls and I put them like on, on, top, the on top of the bathing. <laughs> oh. I was like, is this cool? Because we were all like debating on what to wear. And I was like, nothing matters. Like she was a little worried about what she'd wear. And I was like, is this cool? And she goes, don't ever do that again. It looks like you have a bald chicken and on top of you. <laughs> and then I, she Googled, if you Google bald chicken, it looks exactly. Exactly like what it looked like. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> I don't know. It was fucking, that was fun. That is the, just those little bodily things that you were talking to someone with a straight face, and then they they suddenly see it and they're like, "Oh my god!" That's <laughs> always fun. Um, so there was one from Ask Women. This is one I saved. It says, "What do you feel comfortable doing platonically with women that you cannot do with men?" So this is to asking women. Mm. Um, uh, they said, "I mean, there's so many cuddling, holding hands, changing in front of them." I don't hold hands with my what? girlfriends. Do you, Noah? No, never. Me neither. But I don't cuddle with them either. I've always felt yeah. uncomfortable with that. And the one that did cuddle me once, I think, was gay. And I, the whole time I was like, I, I, I know girls do this, but I can't do that. Um, complimenting them, especially on their appearance. This is my own shortcoming, though. I wish I had the courage to compliment men. All oh, of, this is a guy writing. No, no, no. That's a woman. Uh, oh. All I, I feel oh, I, see. I read my bad. constantly yeah. about how men don't get compliments. Let's Never. step it up, everyone. Compliment men. It feels good, Andrew. I like um, I like your Instagram today. It was really funny. Your post, uh, the thanks. thing where you said the um, Italian steps, trying to get pussy on Italian <laughs> steps, is so funny. And then when you changed the word of the um, to dick the penis, yes, I'm the, glad you the picked choice that of up. penis yeah. was really really funny. <laughs> Thank you. It was really really well done. Um, someone said discussing politics. Some guys get too emotional while discussing serious topics, so I prefer talking to ladies. I do believe talking politics sometimes with men is frustrating because a lot of them have to do with like women's issues and you you are like you don't get it but like how can they they're not a woman so it's kind of like a losing battle and sometimes you yeah um sharing beds changing in front of each other cuddling on couch holding hands um i used to share beds with my male friends all the time Same. and i just want to say oh. i am so so sorry to all the men that i forced to sleep in the same bed as me because it was inappropriate, even though I knew that nothing would happen between us. You probably had a little bit of a crush on me. It probably wasn't that comfortable for you. You probably were thinking, maybe she likes me, maybe she doesn't. Like, probably kept you up. I should have just let you sleep on the couch instead of being like, no, don't sleep on the couch. That's stupid. I should have let you do that. Um, and I'm sorry for uh, if I, like, made, led you on or anything. Well, you didn't have to put on the little nighty. And then be like, oh, my dumb tits are sleeping next to you. Do you have any, do you want a gummy worm? Yeah. <laughs> There's a glow worm in my pussy to keep us up. But we're platonic. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, why are you being weird? <laughs> no, yeah. I, okay, we gotta go. Do you want to take us out on a wrap? Sure, I'll take us out on a yeah. wrap because you always know that I'm about to snap. Mm -hmm. With a snap back. That's the kind of hat I wear with a heart attack from a Big Mac. I got a loose sack that I put on top of my shorts, and it looks like a bald chicken, but it is not. It's a McChicken from McDonald's. Man, you really brought the heat. I got to go because I got to meet and greet. Who? With who? <laughs> well, I got to jump online. I'm pitching a show to Netflix, and it's going to be fine. Whether they take it or not, I'll be okay. Things are just going to go right. This is part of my day. My dad's going to come over later. We're going to go on IG Live. We're going to play some music. It's going to be... Uh, about five hours long and my dad <laughs> lost his voice so he was like why should I even come and I go because you play guitar and you can just shut the fuck up and just play and I'll sing and he's like telling me about his weekend I'm like dad I don't care let's wait until we're alive and we 
can do this on air. Let's not have a conversation that's not worth having. If we can share it with the world, that's uh, what's happening. Your dad is literally the, do we have to meet up to have coffee meme with you? He really is. He was trying to have a conversation on the phone. I go, let's do it. Let's wait for Instagram Live. This is very... I'll be much more engaged if I know people are watching me watch my dad. <laughs> all right, we got to go. Thank you guys so much. We'll be here all week. I'm um, having a friend on the show on Thursday, Taylor, one of my best friends from high school, one of the originators of K. Can't wait to have her in studio. But we'll be here tomorrow on my birthday. And yeah, come to Westport. Come this weekend to see shows. I'll be it's me performing for the first time as a 38-year-old. And uh, don't be K and Jack yeah, London. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your your first show from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.